Jeff Bezos is no longer the CEO of Amazon. Jeff Bezos just announced that he is leaving Amazon as the CEO. Uh, that's kind of a big deal. There's a lot to talk about with that. So I'm going to break this down for you on the Black Financial Channel as we get started right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's the blackfinancialchannel.com. Uh, Jeff Bezos is gone. Jeff Bezos is no longer the CEO of Amazon. Uh, this surprise announcement was just made uh, today, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal and some other media outlets. Uh, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very big surprise that uh, Bezos suddenly quit uh, as the CEO uh, of Amazon. Um, I, I don't know what his uh, situation is. I don't know why he's doing it, but I do think this is going to have a big deal or a big impact on the stock price. And so uh, what I'm going to do is read to you a little bit of what's going on. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, share button, and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Uh, so here, according to the Wall Street Journal, it says that Amazon Web Service head Andy Jassy is going to become Amazon's New chief as founders transition to executive as the founder transitions to executive chairman. So Jeff Bezos is still going to be a part of Amazon, but he won't be the CEO. He'll become the executive chairman. Uh, Amazon has announced that chief executive and founder Jeff Bezos will step down and hand over the CEO role to Andy Jassy. The company said Tuesday that Mr. Bezos would transition to executive chairman uh, after the uh, uh, in the third quarter of 2021. The surprise announcement came as Amazon capped off its pandemic-fueled 2020 financial performance with record quarterly sales driven by a surge in holiday online spending with people stuck at home. So these guys are making a lot of money while everybody everyone else is waiting for the $600 stimulus check. The e-commerce giant posted fourth quarter sales of $125 billion and net income of $7.2 billion. It marked the first time Amazon reported more than $100 billion in quarterly revenue, days after Apple hit that financial milestone. So now you've got companies for the first time ever, for the first time ever, that are raking in $100 billion in a quarter of revenue. Um, this, this is really interesting given the, the huge amount of inequality. And uh, the thing about Jeff Bezos is he became kind of the poster child of inequality. Uh, he, he became the poster child of inequality because... The man's worth, I think uh, his net worth was somewhere close to $200 billion, which uh, if you ask me, I think that is a lot of money, uh, way, way too much money for any one person to have. It, makes, it means that whatever your tax system does, whatever your tax situation is, uh, it's not working. It's not good enough. Um, you know, it doesn't mean he doesn't deserve to have a lot of money, but uh, if you just took half of his net worth, he could still have more money than any human being would ever need in 2,000 lifetimes. And a lot of people would get to eat. A lot of people would be able to avoid eviction. Uh, there, you know, there's what 360 million people in this country. So if you say just went to the bottom, the bottom 50 million, the bottom 50 million Americans, uh, you know, you could send uh, all of them a $1,000 stimulus check for 50 billion dollars, and Bezos would still have 140 or 130 billion left over, right? So, uh, so that's a lot of money. But anyway, a few companies have been have seen growth take off like Amazon during the global health crisis. The explosion in online shopping vaulted the company's sales to record figures as the e-commerce sector grew by around 50% throughout the last year, according to some analysts. Roughly 40% of online shopping in the U.S. happens at Amazon, 
according to research firm eMarketer, helping drive a 76% increase in the company's share price last year and raising its market valuation to more than $1.6 trillion. Also, according to the Wall Street Journal, they said sales in December quarter uh, in the December quarter received an added boost from Amazon Prime Day uh, shopping event moved from its usual summer schedule to October due to the pandemic. So because of the pandemic, they moved it to October. Amazon makes billions of dollars from the two day event. Amazon sales for all of 2020 rose 37 percent to three hundred and eighty billion dollars. The online shopping boom has has been broad based. The uh, U.S. the United Parcel Service said that sales in the December quarter rose 21 percent. Although the pandemic pandemic turned into a sales bonanza for Amazon, the Seattle-based company initially struggled to handle the surge in demand. So they had so many sales they couldn't keep up. Uh, so basically, uh, Bezos, uh, he's he's a pretty smart guy. I mean, you know, he doesn't deserve to be punished for being smart. But I think that this whole conversation about sort of trust busting and breaking Amazon into pieces, um, Amazon does deserve the monopoly treatment. Uh, so even if they're not officially a monopoly they're pretty close right there's a massive concentration of wealth and power um apple deserves to be broken up uh facebook needs to be broken up my god they're destroying the world with their attitude and behavior uh you've got um google google just uh, recorded 46 billion dollars in one quarter of revenue so these companies are making money hand over fist and uh i don't think there's anything wrong with asking them to share the wealth uh so jeff bezos is quitting there's no indication of what he's going to do after he quits uh, he says he's still going to stay with Amazon. This is important for the stock price because the stock price will probably tank if he just walked away completely. He's he's not quite in what Elon Musk is for Tesla. But if if you ever hear that Musk is going to resign from Tesla, you can expect a pretty massive drop in the Tesla stock price. Um, so they said that Amazon's results are expected to add to a strong earnings season for big tech, underscoring how the pandemic has lifted those companies' fortunes while devastating other sectors of the economy. Microsoft last week, that's another company that needs to be dealt with, last week posted record quarterly sales driven by increased demand for video games and accelerated adoption of its cloud computing services. Apple and Facebook finished their fiscal years with their most profitable quarters ever. Amazon's success has come with the, while the company confronts regulatory and labor battles. The FTC said Tuesday that Amazon would make a $61 million payment over its failure in the past to pay some Amazon flex drivers the full amount of tips they received from customers. Amazon, the, the FTC said, ended the practice in 2019 only once it became aware of the federal investigation of its practices. Drivers under Amazon's Flex program use their own vehicle to deliver packages for the e-commerce giant. The FTC said Amazon changed the terms for driver payments without disclosing the adjustment. Representative Kim Buck uh, rep- out of Colorado, a Republican, has criticized other Amazon practices, and he said this is a drop in the bucket for Amazon. We must do more to curb their anti-competitive behavior. Employees in one of its warehouses in Alabama are voting whether to unionize in a move that could reshape the relationship between the company and its workers. And federal regulators in Washington, D.C. have continued to probe the retailer's business practices as part of a broad investigation into the market powers of large tech companies. In addition, Connecticut is investigating how Amazon sells and distributes digital books, and California is looking into how Amazon treats sellers in its online marketplace. So so the thing about Amazon and its online marketplace, and I, I have some books I sell on Amazon, by the way. If you ever want to go take a look, feel free and just look up my name and stuff will come up. Um, you know, the thing about Amazon and, and their control of the marketplace is that it's a problem because ultimately capitalism is designed to squeeze out the powerless. 
Uh, this is the big flaw of capitalism. This is the reason why, uh, even though I believe in free enterprise, I tell you guys all the time, I believe you should invest. I'm not a capitalist. I'm not a capitalist because capitalism is built on squashing and destroying people that have no power. That's why black people, you got to stop thinking that, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, whatever your favorite politician tells you to do, like, oh, everybody vote, everything's going to be okay. No, it's not. You can vote for the next 10,000 years and everything ain't going to be okay. It doesn't mean you shouldn't vote. It just means that's not going to be your solution. Or, you know, or you should just hope for the best or hope that people decide to be nice to you or believe in things like any like equality. That doesn't work. Um, what's really going to work for you, in my view, is poweronomics. Poweronomics means you got to really understand this game and you got to hustle hard to get to the top of it. That means you have to uh, keep the black dollar in your community. You've got to uh, educate your children on how to become investors. You've got to own property and own land as much as possible. And you've got to be the greatest entrepreneurs in the history of this world. You, you must make that part of your culture because that's the only way you can get power in a capitalist society. So here's what's going on with Amazon. What's going on with Amazon is that this company's doing what a lot of companies do. Uh, you know, companies that are purely capitalist, that have a model similar to Amazon's where you pay them mo- a, a cut of the money to get access to the audience that they need to sell their product. They eventually cut the little man out. They eventually squeeze you to death. That's just what they do. That's just, that just happens. Facebook did it. Facebook did it to small businesses. They, they're still doing it. Facebook literally used to be a place where there were people building entire businesses on the Facebook platform, making insane amounts of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, some of them. And Facebook just says, oh, well, they're making too much money and we need to increase our profits because capitalism told us to. Capitalism and free markets, the stock market told us to. So we're just going to change the algorithm so they can't get, keep making money. We're going to make it harder for them to get to their audience, which is what Facebook did. Suddenly, a bunch of small businesses died. A bunch of businesses died. Uh, if you go to over to, um, uh, if you look at digital marketing or digital like um, websites and blogs, that's the example I want to give you. Websites and blogs. I, I had a great meeting with a guy named Jamarlin who created this blog called Bossip. Give me a yes or no if you ever heard of Bossip. Bossip became one of the biggest uh, celebrity gossip sites on all the internet. Uh, tell me if you've ever heard of Bossip. Bossip is where Kim Kardashian actually first became famous. She literally used to send articles over to Bossip to try to get her name out there. Uh, get, give me a yes or no if you know about Bossip. Well, Jamarlin created Bossip with about $10, $20 that he used to uh, buy a website. That's all it took him. And this man is such a, a genius that he built this uh, platform into one of the biggest platforms in the world to the point where they were cranking, I'm going to guess, 10 to $20 million a year. Like They were killing the game, absolutely killing the game. Well, guess what? Uh, a lot of the revenue that came to companies like Basu, uh came from digital uh, digital ad sales, where these companies these companies would serve as the intermediary between the publishers, meaning the bloggers, and the corporations that were buying ads, right? So they controlled the connect, just like when dope dealers talk about how important it is to be the connect or to being good with the connect. Well, they were the connect. They were getting the the company ad dollars and trickling that money down to the uh, publishers. You follow me? Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, give me a yes if you're following this analogy. So eventually, again, because of the way capitalism works, because Americanized capitalism is built on greed, they squeeze the hell out of the publishers. One minute the publisher's making, you know, $30 per thousand words on the blog post, then they're making $20, then they're making 10 then they're making five, then they're making a dollar, then they're making 30 cents. Next thing you know, the business model is dead. 
And, and, and the reason it's dead is, be, is not because the money isn't there. Companies will always spend billions on advertising. They always have because advertising works. That's why I tell you guys to be careful about what you're consuming in the media. Even in music, you're, you're being advertised to. So stop telling me that it doesn't work. I know it works. I'm a finance professor. I know this. Okay. But the reason that they lost so much money, the reason the bloggers went out of business is because the middleman squeezed them to death. The middleman, these companies were, were not letting the money trickle down. Why? Well, because trickle down economics don't work. Ronald Reagan gave us that nonsense back in the 80s. Well, the money is going to trickle down to the, to the little man. Money don't trickle up. My, money does not trickle down. Excuse me. Money does not trickle down. Money trickles up. Money trickles up from the poor to the rich. It does not trickle down from the rich to the poor because the rich people got rich by not giving their money away. So some of, you, some of that you can learn from. Some of y'all need to stop buying into stuff like, oh, black spending power is at an all-time high. We're so proud of black spending power. Shut up. Stop that. Stop that. Stop bragging about how much money you're giving away. How about black investing power? Can, can I get an amen on that? How about we talk about black investing power? Or how about we talk about black wealth building power? How about we talk about uh, black real estate power? Or how about we talk about black ownership power? Can, can we please do that? Black ownership power, BOP. Let's get some bop up in here. Instead of, instead of giving away the WAP, like, like let's, let's get some bop up in here. Because at the end of the day, what I'm saying to you is that Amazon is making a killing be, and, and they're being accused of all kinds of capitalist abuses because they don't do trickle-down economics. They don't trickle-down power to the workers. The workers are going to have to go in there and take that, right? They don't trickle-down power to the consumer. They don't trickle-down power to suppliers. Other suppliers on Amazon they get wiped out with the snap of a finger. They they do what Thanos did in the Avengers. In the Avengers, there was this character called Thanos who could snap his fingers and make half the universe disappear. They they snap their fingers and they make all your whole bank account, your whole business will disappear along with thousands of others. They commit digital holocausts every few months because they'll change one thing in the algorithm. Amazon decided, oh, you know, we're tired of all these mom and pop shops, you know, being on Amazon. We're going to just focus on the big suppliers. That, that's more profitable. So they snapped their fingers like Thanos. Thousands of these companies disappeared. And, th- and you're not talking about, you know, something that doesn't mean anything. I mean, these are people that depend on these uh, operations to pay their bills. Like they feed their family with this. But they, do you think they care? No, they didn't care. They didn't care because America doesn't teach you to care. Amer- no, in America, nobody forces you to care. Even your politicians who pretend to care, they don't care because they're, they're owned by the corporations, too. They're owned by the corporations, too. So so all I will say is that uh, if you want to learn how to some of y'all got kids, how many, give me a yes or no if you got children. Everybody who has a child, say I or say yes in the chat if you have a child. I have uh, three children in my home. I have some godchildren. I have a biological daughter. And so I've got children, too. Anybody who's got children, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pay attention when I tell you that Jeff Bezos is the richest man on earth mainly for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because of a word called technology, another word called um, called entrepreneurship. He blended those two words. When those two words, entrepreneurship and technology are blended, you've got a very good shot at becoming a millionaire or a billionaire. Your child, your little, your little 12-year-old son, your little you know, 14-year-old daughter that's going to go to college and become an engineer so they can get a good job somewhere, um, tell them to stop that. Don't, don't just talk about getting a job. Getting a job should be temporary. Tell them to become entrepreneurs. Tell them when they when they go to college to study engineering, they should also study entrepreneurship because that's what gives them the ability to develop something that scales, which allows them to make insane amounts of money. 
Our 17-year-old is going to go to college next year. I said, becoming an engineer is great. Go study engineering. Engineering's hard. It's hard and it's boring. So that's a really tough field, but it's going to build your character. But as you're studying your engineering, uh, you know, go get a good job if you want to. But make sure as a black man that you know how to start a business because one day you may go to work and want to cuss all them people out or feel like they're, they're treating you like a little boy, or you might come in there ready to jump across the desk and choke your boss half to death, or you may find out that you got fired on your day off like they did uh, with Chris Tucker on Friday, and you're going to have to have a plan B. So the plan B is for the plan black. Plan black means that every black child in America should know how to start a business just as a means for economic survival. Every black child in America should become an investor just so they can build wealth. Every black child should know the power of ownership and not just want to be a renter and a borrower for their entire life. That's where the people like Jeff Bezos come from. And if 10 million of us all do this as a community, if we all just shift that cultural value, if we just confront the culture right now and make that shift, then what's going to happen is in the next generation, you're going to have some black billionaires that will rise from the ashes and that will be able to employ tens of millions of black people. You will have a lot of black millionaires, tens of thousands of black millionaires. You will have black people controlling wealth at a level that will make other people jealous of us. And then at that point, you go from having the first mission of accumulating wealth to the next mission being to protect your wealth. Because believe me, when you get wealthy, you're going to have a whole lot of haters. So if you ain't got no haters, that means you ain't doing enough. So, so I encourage you, go out here right now and accomplish some things and, and go collect some haters. Because believe me, if you if, when you start getting haters, that's when you know you're successful. Got it? So let's give a shout out to the haters in our lives. We're going to get mad when we start getting money. Type haters in the chat. Let's say hi to the haters, because uh, if you are listening, haters, I want you to know that I ain't going to stop. My family ain't going to stop and my people ain't going to stop because we are the best. So anyway, you guys know how I am. Everything, everything I see in the world, it shifts into a black conversation. Um, I think Jeff Bezos stepping down from Amazon is interesting. I'd be curious to know if there's something else brewing in the background uh, because it's in the, everything. Things are never what they appear to be. They're never what they seem. But I also think Bezos, uh, you know, putting aside some of the ethical challenges, I, I think he's remarkable enough that you may want to study that. Study that. You know, like that that man uh, started. He didn't start off with a hundred billion dollars in the bank. He started off as, uh, I think, middle class or something. How did he do that? Right. Study those games. That's what you study. Not the stuff you learn in college, like uh, how to get a job. Like Anybody can do that. Jeff Bezos quit a good job so that he could go off and become the richest man in the world. Do you have the courage to do that? That's the question. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is the Real Boyce Watkins. So if you like intelligent conversations, please follow at the Real Boyce Watkins. And also, uh, we have a, a Black Business School for Children. If you want to take a look, it's blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com. The first month is free if you want to do a monthly option. First month costs you nothing. Uh, it's got self-study exams. It's got multiple modules on real estate, entrepreneurship, stock market investing, et cetera. Get your kids started early so they can become great investors. So feel free to go take a look if you'd like at blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com and at the Black Business School. There are specialists waiting there on the line. They can talk to you about anything that you want to learn or figure out or make a decision on for your family. So hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful day. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Peace.